take that with you. It's still crazy to think that nigga Biggie died like before 25. Even at 33, I can't see him being like a kid because that's what I would call a kid right now. A 25-year-old? Yeah. Mm. Just the naiveness of the actual world. You can be king of your hood, but niggas awkward at dinner meetings and shit at 25. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the 8th Hour Podcast. Yeah. The music. I like it, I like it. Alright. All sound quality checks are good, good, good. Um, what time is it? It's still morning? Oh. Good afternoon. In a perfect world, what would you want your wake-up regimen to be? Um, shit, just waking up. You sound like one of them old church mothers. <laughs> just waking up and, you know, the Lord will guide my steps throughout the day. Like, are you a wake-up, let me sit in the bed till I'm fully, like, ready to move? Or are you a go wash my face? Or are you you're not a coffee drinker, obviously, but... Like for me, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a wake up, you know, smoker. Um, I'll make a pot of coffee and go speak to Blue. Mm. So what I prefer to do is wake up before everybody else. I go and I go walk the track, get my four miles in. Because I like to get up at like 4 o'clock in the morning while everybody is still asleep, while it's still dark, so that I'm not like fighting the heat of being outside because it gives me really bad migraine when I get hot. So I'll go do that, get my four miles in, and then I'll come back and take my shower, get ready for dealing with my kids for when they wake up, take them to school, and then I would go to the gym for two hours. No, I'm just kidding. How you turn this in off? I just wanted to play with that button. No, that sounds wonderful. So when you that, so do you feel rejuvenated? Do you feel energized for the day if you follow that step of, you know, how you would like to start your morning or wake up? Well, do you feel a difference if you don't do it? Well, when I get knocked off of my routine, then I become in a well, fuck it mood. Um, but I prefer to work out and do all my shit while everybody sleep. That way, if I don't have time to do me the rest of the day, I've already did me, sort of. 
And then I don't feel sluggish as much because I've already worked out. I like that. I feel that way about doing shit before people wake up, but I don't have like children, obviously, but so I feel that way about the world. Like, like my favorite time of the day, if I could choose what time to be active, it'll probably be between three, three and six thirty. I th- I feel like everything is more still, and I can like just focus. Like for me, I always get anxiety about just time and uh, accomplishing things in a timely fashion with, you know, just, I don't know, maybe it's good or bad, but I be just trying to keep up with what my idea of a successful day or a person is. So at like between three and six, I know there's a very small percentage of people that are up. So I feel like, you know, I'm better than somebody. Be better than niggas. Not like socially or anything like that. Just if you always got somebody you trying to top, then eventually you'll just keep trying to raise the bar level regardless of who's around you. Because if you just create an imaginary person to be better than, then I can create what I need to be better at than them. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I get it. I just want to be better than myself, though. Yeah, but I'm, 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 I want to be better than niggas, too. Because my better wouldn't, you know what I mean? My better in my perfect scenario world would, wouldn't require me doing things like, or needing anything. Like, I really, like, if I wasn't scared of bugs, like, I would be such a, like, a mountain man. You know, if I could live in one of those shit, I got to. I said, I gotta rip the band-aid off on that, you know. I be reading the memes about everybody wanna be an entrepreneur until you make a million dollars one week and seven dollars the next three weeks and all that other shit. Which is cool, but it's life. And honestly, a lot of those fucking starving entrepreneurish things that were like famous stories and shit doesn't necessarily have to be what the the new entrepreneurs are because all you all you entrepreneur starting business shit only thing you need is time and covid has taught us how to utilize home time covid has taught a lot of people how to make money at home so i don't know is it not being fully committed if you just say i'm gonna quit my day-to-day my nine to five and get me uh a work from home job while working on my you know what I mean is that a thing um I guess it all depends on how you receive it I'm not a I'm gonna work on work for someone while I work on me tight so but I understand like people have bills and they can't just be fully like a fuck it mood that's not realistic for some it's not realistic for a lot. You just like fucking Carmen San Diego or some shit. But the normal American citizen, uh, 
I don't know what normal is. Normal is whatever people put on social media right now. So you don't even know how that goes. I know people who fucking make videos and you would think that they're carefree. Then Well, that's not... Ne- so... Everybody has a different normal because everybody has a different standard of living. So you have one person who is perfectly fine with going to go clock in for somebody else as long as they can pay their bills they're happy their bills are paid they're they're happy as fuck that's normal to them they they don't see anything further than that nothing is um nothing feels degrading to them because they went to work they paid their bills they're not losing their spot they're not getting shit turned off they're happy is that right. the same people that say, uh, uh, I'm not broke, I just paid my bills, and that's not really broke, right? You ever heard that shit? Yeah. say shit like that? Like, yeah, I ain't got no money, true. but I ain't broke, because I paid my bills, but... But, I mean, and it's broke? people that... Is broke that relative? Is, yes, because you have to say, my standard of living versus your standard of living is different. So, what you view as being broke might be, oh, I got... $500 in the bank, if I spend that on some shit, then, and I don't have nothing until I get paid in two weeks, I'm broke. Where... But that is broke, right? Well, no. If you got some money, then you're not broke. When you broke, say some money, broke you're not one of the people talking about, like, you got $20, right? Like, well, no, not even that. Like, that's just that old saying of when people will be like, well, as long as somebody owe you, you're not broke. You because are. they owe you money. And so it's like, okay, well... That just means I got to go collect from everybody that owes me. Or try to, because if you haven't got it yet, they probably ain't got it to give or don't want to give it back. Well, that's why you should never give out what you can't live without. No, that's what you. That's why you give stuff to people who houses you know can, you can break into. Well, okay. Yeah, cool. You didn't pay me back, but I've been looking at that TV, and I know you be going to work at a certain time. And your dog is pussy. And he see me, he going to just, uh, he know my scent. Mm-hmm. So you would rob your so-called friends? Friends have an expiration date based off what they do. That is true for some. But I'm 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 joking in that aspect. I've like you said, I wouldn't lend nothing that I I would I could live without. But then again, I take that back. Like, do you have anybody in your life who was like who you would take that gamble on? Like, hey, I really need this or X Y Z. Let's say they had some life altering shit I really need this money or I, I mean it don't even have to be that if somebody asked me to help them then I'd probably be like ugh but in the end I still do it anyway but what if that help like caused a major inconvenience on you for the time being I still do it I give a lot of people my last I do it all the time do you let them know Never. So you you would be doing things for for people, and you wouldn't you would do it to like completion until you like tapped. Well, it's not like I'm doing it on purpose. For instance, uh, with me, I would I normally pay all of my bills. One time a year, at the beginning of the year, I send my bills like two, three thousand dollars at a time, so I don't have to look at those bills throughout the year. So if it's like November, 
like for instance, uh, or whatever, like the person who needed help with their rent. I didn't think twice after a week. I was like, did you find somebody? And they was like, no. And I was like, okay, fine. I'll send it. But if my rent was about to be behind, I still would have gave it to them because they were already at risk longer. I wouldn't have cared. That's like going out there to take an ass whoopings from like like some people came to jump your partner and you was like, I'll go take the brunt of that ass whooping because they really want to get you. They're just going to get me because I'm associated with you. Well, I mean, I do it all the time. Like, I, I, I am, um, I really don't give a fuck, honestly. Like, but saying that in that context well, doesn't it, hold the same weight as Well, no, because it's like this, like. I don't care about money. I don't care about material things like that. So one time this family house burned down and I gave them all the furniture in my house. I gave them every single thing in the house. Gave them the whole house. Didn't care. Like I'm the type of person where if you tell me your kids are hungry, I'm gonna go buy, instead of me giving you a meal, I go buy you like four or $500 worth of groceries because I w- I'm not going to sit there and be like, okay, I'm going to give you this meal for today, and then you're going to be hungry again tomorrow. You have to learn how to help right. Yeah, but that also, helping right don't even mean, it don't always mean that either. Helping right could be, I'm going to give you enough to, to, to breathe, nigga, but my help is going to be you hitting it. A lot of people have to hit it. Me, for example, if I didn't hit it, I wouldn't be, you know what I mean? No. I was a hardhead. My mama told me since I was a kid, you gonna be the child that gotta go like hit rock bottom. Cause you gonna always figure out a way how to survive off the bare minimum. But you, hard-headed young boy, are gonna have to hit rock bottom. You know, in order you're one of those that that has to see it to believe it. You know, I can tell you, hey amen. These are the, the the actions that you're taking and the course you're going down. It's going to lead to the, and you're like, well, whatever. Nobody's, I don't think no hobo on the street at, you know what I'm saying, 15 saw themselves as a hobo on the street, unless they were a hobo on the street at 15, you know what I mean? But the niggas that be chasing birds under 45 and, and, and living in them tent houses and shit like that, they didn't envision that shit. Well, a lot of those people have mental uh, problems right now, and I Majority are mental illness, veterans, and then people that just was down on their look. So, I've never really ran into a homeless person that was just like, oh, I couldn't find a job. I'm just like super broke, broke. It's, I was it's normally, yeah, but you were too young to be in that mindset. To be in what mindset? Of, I'm broke, broke. Like, but I was broke. Yeah, so what was the circumstances of you becoming homeless? Was it you kept losing your job or you're not applying for jobs? Like, what kept you in the mindset of being broke, broke to led to your you being homeless? Hmm. What did happen? I know a lot of pride. Um, I was, what happened? Where was I? I think I was living with my mother. Oh no! So, 
my senior year of high school, um, for the second semester, I got kicked out of my mama's house because I was, I was, I was, I wasn't a nice child, and I wasn't going to school, and I was getting kicked out of school every day. Like I'll go to school, and I wouldn't be in no classes. Like I, to this day, I like I always tell people, I don't, I can't name one high school teacher, and I don't say that like it's cool. It was just like sad, but um, I wound up getting kicked out, and I went to the Covenant House. Um, no, I got kicked out and I went to go live with my brother. My brother had some roommates. Um, I worked at McDonald's. Um, but that's when I was prideful and all that shit. And I knew about the Covenant House because I had to go live in the Covenant House for like a couple weeks or maybe like a month or something. Because when I was younger... I was supposed to go live with my daddy, but then I was being bad, so he dropped me back off. And my mom was like, okay, I gave him to you for my little mental break. I can't take this nigga right now, so I wound up going to the Covenant House for, like, a few months. Um, and I think I was in there for a while because they were trying to put me in CPS. I think I was, yeah, I was under 18. And you know, my mom was like, yeah, fuck that shit. And then she came and got me. She was like, you ain't going to CPS, little bad nigga. So she took me back. So anyway, I said that to say, when I was living with my brother after high school, I, I knew about the Covenant House, so I wound up telling him, man, just take me here. You know what I mean? I just felt it was awkward in the house with two other niggas. You had this big old young nigga who was sleeping in the you know, living room. They had girls over, and I had to move my clothes. It was whatever. So I wound up being there, and then I went to college from the Cove. Went to TSU. And I lived on dorms and shit like that. And then I wound up not taking school serious at the time. I was dating this girl. She wasn't ever in class. So I wasn't in class. Anyway, I kind of like flunked out a little bit. And I think from there, I wound up just like sleeping in a car. And then getting my car towed, not having money. And so that went from that to like sleeping in like Vaco's and behind shit and hospitals and all that other shit so where so, was your job at this time uh where was i i worked in a restaurant i worked at a place called black finn black finn in midtown i actually like you know what 13 you know how we go to lost in like 13 the restaurant right there i was pointing mm-hmm. out okay the one right in front of it like that what a parking be at that was a restaurant called black finn so the whole time i was homeless i was a server so you did you just not make enough to actually get your own place? You didn't well, make the requirements to get your own place. So I wind up uh, uh, I was trying to save money, but I'm completely homeless at this time. So every day I made decent money, it wasn't like great money. I made a couple hundred bucks, something like that. But then I had to decide: Do I? How do you save money when you need somewhere to sleep every night? You know what I mean? Because you didn't want to stay at your brother's. Which you were probably saying for a little bit of nothing because you felt awkward about having to move your stuff because they had girls over. No, so, no, 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 no. That was before. I couldn't stay with my brother or my mother because I wasn't allowed. This is the whole hit rock bottom shit. The niggas. Oh, like, see, so you didn't say it. The last thing you said was I was staying with my brother. Yeah, this was this was, was when I was in high over. school. This was when I went to high school. It wasn't even just the girls. I was sleeping in the living room. It was big, big old musty nigga or something. It was just awkward. And nobody loves you but your brother. And they was cool and everything, but you know what I mean? If I had a nigga right now that I had a roommate and his brother took over the living space, you know what I mean? I wouldn't, like, cool little nigga, but whatever. So, 
did anybody ever say anything to you, or that was just your personal feelings? Nah, I think it was, it was shit said. I think I got into a war with them niggas behind something. I forgot what it was. Um, yeah, I got into a war with them niggas. Um, so I went to the club and I went to college and the college flunked out shit and then um, I didn't want to go live with my mother. Or I did. It was some shit that happened. No, so not to put too much personal business out, I went to go live with my mother and her dude that she was dating at the time. And long story short, he wound up being like this little emotional dude or whatever, this little bitch dude, and he wound up not paying the mortgage, and he wasn't telling my mama. So one day, there's an eviction notice, and so my mother had to go live, um, not had to, but she went to go live with that nigga because she was like, I should break up with this nigga, but I'm, you know, whatever, I'm going to try love, and they wound up moving into his mother's house. And I had to go figure some shit out. And I told her I was straight. I wasn't. But then when she figured it out, she was like on some iron little hard headed nigga. You know what I mean? Plus, I ain't wanted to feel bad and shit like that. So. So, in, in all in all, you chose to be homeless because you cared about how other people felt and you was too prideful to just suck it up, be a teenager, and stay with your well, brother. I and, no, I wasn't. No, this wasn't. I wanted. Well, I wasn't well, a homeless teenager. This was like 20-something. Well, yeah. Well, younger. Yeah. Like 23, 24. But had you not been so... um, If you hadn't felt how you felt about certain stuff, you and me wouldn't have been homeless. And if I hadn't felt a certain way about certain shit and hadn't been homeless, I wouldn't be me today. Yeah. Which is where all this shit goes but, back towards... Hit that my was bottom personal, saved my fucking life. Is why you were homeless. It wasn't because you didn't have the capacity or the resources to have somewhere to live. You chose not to live in there. I made a mental decision. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You chose so you're to. saying people are there because of mental stuff. I believe everybody has the possibility to deteriorate mentally, but unless you know, there's of course there's a lot of situations where you like that from birth, but I think it's one of those use it or lose it or you know fight depression situation which is I'm not being insensitive at all I know it's like really 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 tough to fight depression I'm just saying I don't think them niggas came out boogity boogity boo I think over time and decisions and for lack of a better understanding certain complacencies I'll give you an example you know my friend Corey I can 100% see Corey being under that bridge no jokes. I can 100% see him with a tent. If anything, I've heard that nigga talk about it saying he envies them. Corey has little issues, but Corey ain't boogity boo. But in 10 years, if I drove under, the, if God allows me to still, you know, function and be well off in life and have a car and all that shit, I can 100% see this nigga under the bridge. And then he'll be getting diagnosed the same way because I'm sure if he does go to a doctor after that 10-year bridge bid, they're going to say he has this, he suffers from that, whatever. But I'm going to say how much of that is giving up. And don't get me wrong, I'm not judging anybody for giving up. I know I know a podcaster who, who when people commit suicide, he says, you know, how brave they are. And it sounds like, whoa, but I'll, I kind of understand what he means by that. So... 
how much of that under the bridge shit and all that mental shit was a moment when you close the door on yourself. So me like making a decision to let my pride make me homeless, that was also me fighting for a fucking you know, supremacy of my own life type shit. I ain't never want to be them circumstance. So that was my rebellion. Some people rebel just to, you know what I mean, keep themselves going. I'm a rebeller. I get too stagnant at work. I just find shit not to do that they tell me I need to do. <laughs> I don't want to get stagnant. What were we talking about? Uh, brokenness being relative. Oh, standard of living and things of that nature. And entrepreneurship and shit like that. So, yeah. Standard of living. But, I don't know. I mean, it's for- a, it's, a, it's it's so much opportunity. It's more opportunity for, like, a duality of thinking now. Just because... We are, you know, one of the earlier generations that were fully immersed from childhood to adulthood in advanced technology. So I say I want to be a big ass black Buddhist Tibetan monk, but does that clash if I say I also want to bring the Xbox and my iPhone and my 65 inch curve? Is that, does that coin, you know what I mean? I feel like everybody has the right to be whoever they are in in different moments of the day. Because you're not the same every second. But. So your standard of living, like, can you really be a minimalist? Minimalist, yes. Yes, I Like, in totality, like right now, you're potting with a goddamn coloring book on your iPad. Can you do without it? I can do without my iPad. I just bought this iPad. Can you do without your phone? Yeah. Forever. Yeah, I don't talk to people Could on the phone. you do it out? Because think about it. In your most relaxed state. See, because you have what? to understand that I'm way older than you. I know. So. Yeah, that's that's inappropriate. I didn't mean that one. But yeah, you are, you are, you are much older than me. So I lived in an era where we didn't have cell phones. I didn't, cell phones didn't come out till I was a teenager. So I am used to a lifestyle without technology. So not being able to play it. Now I've always had video games, but cell phones, all that shit. I don't give two fucks about that. I don't be on the phone like that. you didn't have it when you were a child because you had to walk town to town to deliver your messages, right? Well, no, but I'm also. Mom, pa. Like I that shit. You're so Mom, Paul, Sanchez is coming for supper. She'll be here in the week's ending. Okay, so like I was listening to say, I know of a certain person who looks down on people because he feels like their certain transportation isn't up to par. <laughs> but <laughs> I live in a I lived in a time where people with money lived a certain way, so that it lasts them longer. So, for me, you take two different rich people, right? He is new rich. Okay, which is, pause on that. Hold on, because I got a, a, a scratchy sound I want to do. But, you can add it later. That's not the scratchy sound. I thought yeah, was, you could have added that later. But, 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 he's not rich. 
So he is new rich where he's flashy rich. So to him showing out showing out the jury all that shit that makes him known to to be rich. I am more of an old school rich where I'm Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves lives a very comfortable lifestyle. He dresses to where you can't really tell how much money he has, but we all know this dude has money. I'm not flashy. I am a, I love that I have my house. I have multiple houses. Um, they're all fully furnished. If you go into my houses, I have technology out the ass. I, every single one of my kids have TVs, big ass TVs. They all have Xboxes. They all have PlayStation 5s in their rooms individually. I don't make my kids share anything. But if you look at me, I love Walmart clothes. I don't, I'm not a label person. So I'm fine in my $5 Walmart t-shirt and I got a couple of thousand or more in my bank accounts. But you wouldn't know that looking at me because you would just look at me as a regular old house mama driving a, a raggedy ass Nissan where I might have more money than the nigga that's flashy. That big mama wig. You had a big mama wig yesterday. <laughs> yes. But I had on the same wig as her because I had on a old school wig for the purpose of being at a 90s party. It was party. a 90s party, not a Aretha Franklin 21st birthday That's because I, I never had time to actually go and finish the hairstyle. No, no, no. It looked nice. I was, it was like, ooh, I was like, ooh, look at you. Ooh, look at yeah, me. I I never went to the beauty supply store to, to I buy the rest. I got busy. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, so you have those two different people. I wonder what type of rich I'll be. So what I'm, type of what type of rich you think I'll be? You'd be flashy. Ugh, wrong again. You would be flashy. In what way? You think I'll get diamonds and jewelry and shit? Yeah. Uh, you you don't think well of me. Mm. Well, yeah. I feel like you would get certain shit that'd be like, okay, I got money now. For people to know? Yeah. Why Why do you think I care about that? <clears throat> um. I, it's, it's, it's just my thought. No. Sometimes, no. sometimes not everything has a this, this, and, or that to it. It's just, that's what I see. Like, um, you're already the type of where you have to have jewelry on just to go. Like, me wearing an Apple Watch is, like, too much jewelry for me. And an Apple Watch ain't all that fancy. Like, the only jewelry I actually would wear when I wore jewelry was my wedding ring. That's the only thing that I like. I don't like all the the showy shit. So, but I'm I would still think you that think you, I, yeah. like, you already, you have to be like, oh, this, this watch go with this fit. So, yes, when I see you with it's money. matching. No. Tacosaurus Rex. I like to match my. <laughs> no, yeah. but I feel like you would be the whole, I need a bust down type person. Nice. Now, would you go get a really big one? No. I think you would be very classy, but you're still going to go get iced out to me. I mean, I do want a tennis bracelet. 
Yeah, so I mean, I do see you being that. Do I see you getting like a super fancy car? You might get something nicer, more sportsy or something. Like, I don't know, like a nice truck or a nice Jeep or something. Just because I don't know cars to just call out a regular car that you might want. Like, I don't know your dream car, right? Right. So, it's like everybody has this concept of, it's that if I win the lottery, I'm going to go get whoop, 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 whoop. Because, I mean, you said all the time. Once we get money, you're going to give me a mansion. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. So, I said that? You said that I said a lot. I was getting you a mansion? You said us. That's because you was in the room. Like, oh, okay. Well, don't lie to me. But No, no, no. I'm going to get us one. I don't know. I don't like sharing stuff. Like, you live there. You get whatever you want. But... I want to go pick it. Like, <laughs> like, I don't want you involved. Like, if, I, if it's my lotto that I won, of course you roll it. But, like, I'm going to tell you when to pull up type shit. Like, ooh, look at the house I chose. I don't want you to be like, oh, well, I found it. I think you just don't like the fact of me doing stuff. No, you, you can. I'm, I want to make the, I want to make the decision of stuff. But I'm also lazy, so I want you to present to me. Like, you'll present me the decisions. Like, hey, you could do this or that. And I'll be like, that one, because I'm the boss. And I'll be like, nigga, she can pick both of them. It's her idea. But so what? <laughs> so you just want to pick up the, the options. But, yeah. No, you know what it is? And that's why I'm so big on, like, music when I walk in a room. I just want to set rooms that I get energy from. So, like, a home is energy thing. Restaurants where I, like places where I work is an energy thing. That's why I try like I don't try to take over the room like an asshole way. I just kind of want the room to change when I when I walk in. I don't want to succumb to anybody else's energy. I want to be, you know. So that's why you have to take over the music every time you go to the restaurant. Yeah. Because I I I trust I trust my intentions because they're my intentions. So I don't go in that bitch. Like, I don't even go in that bitch and play the shit that I fucking, like, listen to. Like, I don't play fucking <coughs> um, Benny the Butcher. Well, I do, but I don't go, like, super East Coast shit like that. I try to play shit that I feel will make the room move how I want it to move. I don't listen to no, like, I, you know I me mean? Every time, like, if I go to brunch, every brunch that I work at lost, I got, like, a little set. I'll play Nicki Minaj, City Girls. You know, I play some A. Marie. You know, I don't listen to I don't listen to that in my leisure. It's good for the music. Cause all I need is for people to feel good or feel they don't even gotta feel good. If people just ain't super mad already, I can nigga, I can charm anybody. Now when people are like, oh I'm already mad at the world, but I I ain't do nothing with that. Cause I'm at cause then my asshole will come out and I'll be like I, I'm gonna be better at being a dick than you because I'm like way better at it. Because I really don't be giving a fuck. But I give a fuck. But if I like don't give a fuck, I don't give a fuck. And I'm petty enough to remind you and show you how much I don't give a fuck by get, making you give a fuck.
watch that Dave Spell shit. The House of Dragon one? Yeah. Funny. But the monologue was everything. You watched the monologue? Yeah. That was everything. I think you come on that strong, it's so precise and so clear and so openly perspective on each side. Um, I was genius. I learned more from like comedians in the past few years than I ever did in school about politics and just humans in general. The motherfucker said Kanye got in so much trouble. Kyrie got in trouble <laughs> because if you really look at the Kyrie shit, the nigga did nothing wrong. Yeah. And it's the biggest thing in the world. It's one of those things to where what is the whole concept of everybody talking the other week was he said something I I don't know the whole context of the conversation. Who but it? yeah. Mm-hmm. Like he offended the Jewish group of people, but it's like they shut him down instantly. But nobody shut him down when black people were offended. Because they're not the ones that run the, 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 the back of any of the shit. Which we all know. Black people are not actually owners of major shit. Even the ones we think. So... If Kanye was shut down when he offended black people when he did, then we wouldn't even be talking about this shit. And at the same time, the the other dude got in trouble because he shared a link about a movie. He didn't make the fucking movie, but how many fucking movies do they have about slavery and like what was that fucking shit? Uh the the fucking movie with Jamie Foxx. Django. The little, the little slave Django. bounty hunter, hunter shit. Django. They, they love that shit. We love that shit. I, I didn't care for the movie. I mean, but, me as a whole, we gonna be black, and then there's a lot of black. But it's black like there, there's always slavery shit, downgrading black movie shit, and they make millions off of something that was a bad time for black people in the whole. But comments about Jewish people shut shut down his money, shut down a lot of shit. And then the other dude got in trouble for sharing a movie link that he didn't make. But be go after the people who made the movie. But then if you're going to do all of that, take away every fucking movie that is not a this is what I'm teaching you history wise of what happened. Take every movie that, that mentions slavery or depicts it or anything. If that's the case, I don't feel like the Dahmer movie should have been made. Because that was offensive. Like, it's a lot of shit that is, that's super offensive, but nobody gives a fuck because it, it, it wasn't for them or they didn't care. That's just like them voting to take slavery and... That whole they're they're trying to take slavery and the whole civil rights movement out of history books because they don't want to teach that that era of American history to the youth anymore. 
They do want to teach it. They just don't want to teach it from our perspective. All this shit, I don't know. Shit that be agitating me is I don't understand why niggas act like they don't know that this shit is like, this shit ain't changing. Like, they do the most blatant shit. All this shit is, well, all, they, all this shit has been social tests that we failed every single time. Well, the amount not, of shit I they do in front of our face and nothing becomes of it, it's like, nigga, I don't, nigga I'm gonna do whatever I want. Like right now with this Kyrie and Kanye shit, this is loud. This is, this is the thing about me and where I stand on it. I feel like 60, 50s, 60s, 70s, those era of black folks were, I'm not having this shit. They were more unified we're going to stand up for ourselves. Let's let's get some shit done. And then you followed it by lazy people. And not lazy in a way of them not doing this. It's like they're 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 not I'm black, I'm proud. Let's go out here and try to change the world. They they are in a I'm black and I want to get rich mood because They've been taught in a way that if you're rich, you, you have more more say-so. Where then we move into a younger generation of super depressed, I'm going to fight, I'm going to kill type of black people that are currently being raised. So then I feel like those people are, will be more triggered to cause riots and do shit because they're more of an emotional emotional people right now so do i think if i teach these emotional black children like oh we used to be your great 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 grandparents and and this this and this and now they're all in this whole past life regression shit that these little crazy motherfuckers might be the ones to be like you know what fuck all you white people and and actually pop off because their attitudes and their their shit is is short fused where i feel like right now like people that are probably 30 to 45 are in the i want to boss up i want to work shit where 25 26 to 19 is like nah bitch i want to fight get it back in blood type shit so if you have these people and you're trying to reprogram them, what do you do to calm them down? You control their eyes and ears. All this shit relate back to, it's not even that complicated. Like for, for on the political side, it's way more, you know, they say a deeper, darker criminal league. But like for the young masses and shit, the reason, the, the riot and shit, they attack music. Once, once they realized, once we showed them what rap was and what it represented or meant to us, which is everything, or hip hop or black music in general, it was over. Because everybody who could be a social trigger, everybody who's charismatic enough to lead, a, you know what I'm saying, lead some shit, they were great speakers. Great speakers turned into great talkers. Great talkers turned into rappers. It's a reason why we like Tupac so much. It's a reason why everybody was gravitated towards <clears throat> Big Verse. So what do you do? They tell us in every cartoon, every movie, every whatever. You, you control, you take out the head. 
you cut off the snake's head. I seen men fucking over the, the hobbit and shit like that. So they they gave the, the, the best speakers tools and and items to make them look cool and then they made us value the items. Uh, every you're 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 like you're like fifty six years old. And everything you just said had so much hip hop words in it that you and I know you don't even listen to those those little niggas or around people that listen to it. But the ops to get it back in the blood. I know you don't like that shit. But you know it because it's culture. So everything is related to culture, so they took over the culture. It's the reason why all these kids is dying and showing all these guns. Chicago became the most popular fucking form of music on social media. Chief Keep, Lil Dirk, Reese Vaughn, he want to talk. Third round drum, all that shit. So they use that to, to, if the imagery is, if you spend billions of dollars on imagery of rap videos that show niggas getting into it with niggas, then you training people to go. Do they still even make videos? Hell yeah. Like, not make videos. Like, I know they make videos because music goes better when you have a visual. Yeah. Is it like what we was? Like the Missy and Buster shit? No. No, 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 no. Like, because I don't watch regular TV. So, do they still have, like, like for instance, we had 106 in the Park where they play, like, the top 10 videos, however that shit goes. Like, do they still have TV shows that, like, debut, like, the music videos? Or is it just it's moving different. everybody over to YouTube to watch it? Yes, there's like that's why there's Vivo, that's YouTube. Like if you you ever seen like NBA Young Boys, like the most streamed artists. Ever I don't even on look YouTube. at music videos. I don't look at it either. Unless it's Kevin Gates. I don't look at it either. I'm just saying. I'm talking. I'm just talking about being conscious of things. NBA Young Boy is the most streamed artist of all time. Like he wins an award every year for being fucking on YouTube like nine hundred billion times a year. So that's the music video. He drops a song, they'll go on his social media and say, I dropped the video. So to me, that is still 106 in part, but they can figure out how not to pay a host and production crew. Yeah. So, nah, it ain't traditional music videos, but that shit pop. And the imagery is loud as fuck. How the fuck you think everybody know how to get these guns? Niggas ain't Googling this shit. Niggas are seeing it. What the fuck? Was that a mini rocket launcher? How? Google it, boom. They got it. So the imagery in the Sonics are not fucking, you know, in line with taking over and fighting for your rights. They can do anything they want to us. They already did it. They put it on TV. We are the most desensitized fucking race of, not even a race, group of humans ever. Every movie we watch got murder. Every song somebody died. Yeah, we watch police kill and choke people on national TV. So if it happens, we just go, damn, that's fucked up. But it's not enough to call no civil, civil unrest. So I say that fucking the shit that Kyrie, Kyrie and Kanye got going on is niggas is loud. Niggas are like, you know, they oh, everybody trying to decipher it like it's hidden. Like, you know, they really trying to say they only feel like they could do a black. Nigga, they ain't trying to say it. They said it. That's what they're saying. They're not even hiding no more. All right, well, it was nice.
lunch chatted with you. I have to go downtown and handle some business before they close. Okay, I'm gonna jump on this call with what's her name? Uh, these girls are asking for, for a 